Sometimes, figuring out what we want starts with eliminating what we don't want. This is exactly how I see decluttering. It's not just an act of minimizing, but it's a way to carefully edit our lives. It starts with removing the unnecessary clutter in our homes, but I think it's just as important to declutter our digital lives and our mental space as well. Today, I wanted to share with you my simple decluttering routine for all the different areas of my life. First, starting with the physical clutter around the house. It can be very overwhelming to declutter everything in one go, especially if you're doing this for the first time. So I think it's important to go at your own pace and declutter routinely to maintain a clutter-free home. If you need some inspiration, here are 10 things I recently got rid of. Some extra parts that I haven't touched in months. Items I couldn't return because they passed the return time limit. Pretty containers I kept just in case, but I didn't have anything to put in. Empty toiletries. Beauty products or samples that I didn't really like and will not use again. Old running shoes because I already bought new ones. Expired food, spices, or condiments for obvious reasons. Arts and crafts that are not sentimental to me. Used up candles and self-care products I got for Christmas. My laptop bag that was useful when I used to work in an office but haven't touched in months. Ask yourself, when was the last time you used it? Would you look for it if you got rid of it? Could you replace it easily? Why are you holding on to it? The process of elimination can be empowering. By default, each item that you choose to keep becomes that much more intentional. And those are the things that actually belong in your home and in your life. One trick that really helped me to declutter my closet was to think of a typical day in my life. What are my five go-to outfits for that specific activity or event? This really helped me to curate my closet and only keep the clothes that suit me and my lifestyle. So I encourage you to coordinate a handful of outfits that you love and always reach for and turn the hangers backwards for the items that you're not really sure of. In about six months, revisit those items to see if you have worn any of them. If you are trying to sell some of your clothes or add a few new pieces to your wardrobe, I highly recommend using Poshmark. Poshmark has always been my favorite platform to sell my clothes and shop secondhand, so I was really excited when they wanted to partner with me for this video. In my experience, Poshmark is the easiest way to sell my clothes. The app is really simple, user-friendly, and I love all the different features that they offer. Also, some of you guys know I've been trying to only shop secondhand, so if I ever want to add a new piece to my capsule wardrobe, I always check Poshmark first. It's cheaper, more accessible, and better for the environment. I know that I can always find amazing deals and shop from thousands of brands like Cezanne, Faithful the Brand, Vitamin A, Majuri, some of my favorites, for up to 70% off retail prices. Also, luxury brands are available at affordable prices 
with complimentary authentication for purchases of $500 or more. If you guys are also looking to add a few new pieces to your wardrobe, you can download the app and shop my closet. I'm doing a little giveaway as a thank you to all of you who have been so supportive. I'll be listing some of my items for just $3 and I'll even include a little note with your orders. I would absolutely love it if you could tag me on Instagram at Malama Life and share a picture of you wearing your new pieces. It'd be so cool to see how the pieces look on you and it would make me so happy to know that they're getting loved by someone else. So if you want to shop from my closet or from any of your favorite brands, I'll leave the link in the description box below to download Poshmark in the US, Canada, Australia, and India. Thank you again, Poshmark, for sponsoring today's video. I learned that paper clutter is inevitable, but it helps to have a specific system in place to routinely manage it. For my photos, I decided not to digitize all of them because I enjoy looking through these albums, but still I need to go through them once in a while with a fine tooth comb and get rid of any blurry photos, ones with bad lighting, or any duplicates. For the important documents that I need to keep the physical copy of, like my birth certificate, marriage certificate, I just have one accordion file folder. Usually I'll scan it into my hard drive using the Adobe Scan app to keep a digital copy of it as well. But honestly, the best way to manage paper clutter is to keep it from coming in the house in the first place. Switching everything to paperless, getting less mail from marketers. I also signed up to opt out from credit card and insurance offers. I noticed that a lot of my paper clutter is really meaningless, just takes up room and I never look at it again. So instead of filing it away and organizing it, try to get rid of most of it right away. Technology is meant to help us be more organized and productive, but it can work against us if our digital world is a mess. So let's start with the phone, since it's a tool that most of us use on a daily basis and most likely to be cluttered. Look through your apps and delete any that you haven't opened in the last six months. Look through your gallery and ask yourself, does this photo bring up a happy memory? Again, I back up the photos I love into my hard drive so that I can go back and access them at any time. For social media and emails, it helps me a lot to adjust my settings, to turn off any alerts, unfollow any accounts, and unsubscribe from brands that no longer serve my interest. To me, this is my way of setting boundaries and it plays a huge role in protecting my peace of mind. Where is your mental clutter coming from? Are you holding on to the past? Worrying too much about the future? Always keeping some kind of a mental to-do list? For me, I needed to sort through some trauma I've experienced in the past, a big reason why I signed up for therapy. This hindered everything I did in my day-to-day, but at one point, I realized that I used it as an excuse, that I was making myself the victim through my own narrative. During my last session, I realized that I've come so far from my actual problems in the past, and I decided I no longer wanted to come between me and my life that's happening right now. It took me so long to realize that it's okay 
to love the person that you were and still grow. To let go of the part of you that no longer belongs in your story. To not know exactly who you've become, but be sure of who you aren't anymore. This has been my mental decluttering journey. It took a lot of conversations, writing in my journal, watching and reading books about this topic, and one of the best ways has been through music. Walking every day, just my thoughts intertwined with whatever I'm listening to. It's been truly healing. I'm always happy to realize that I can find so much hope, beauty, and wisdom all at once in the simplest gestures. So wherever your mental clutter is coming from, I hope that you will try to find a way to get to the root of it and allow yourself to create the space for you. I made a simple decluttering worksheet for you on my website. I'll leave the link in the description box below. Again, if you are in the US, Canada, Australia, or India, you can download the Poshmark app and shop my closet or from your favorite brands. The link will be in the description box below. Thank you guys again so much for watching and I'll talk to you really soon. Take care. Bye.